Hey, you ever been to Chancellor Park? That's where I live. My name is Tavin Dillard. I live in Chancellor Park. I mow lawns, mowing, edging, grass cutting legend. I sure am glad to join me here on this podcast. I want to let you know what's going on in my neck of the woods. Now, I started out years ago on the YouTubes and then the TikToks and the Instagrams now and the whatnots. I got the websites, the tavendiller.com, but right now, I want to clue you into what's happening in my neck of the woods on the Tavin Dillard podcast. You here? I'm here. I'm glad you joined me. Now I'm going to send it over to myself. This is like the pre-introduction, but let's get on to the real show today. I'm glad you joined me here. Bank, bank. Hey, y'all guys. Welcome to the Tavin Dillard podcast. I hope your November's is going real good. You know, we, I, I mean, pretty much pretty close to ha- at the halfway point of the November's. If you're listening to this on the day it comes out, uh, it's November the 14th. Now, if you ain't, ain't nobody mad at you. In fact, if this is your first time listening to the Tab and Dillard podcast, uh, this is like a radio show, so it's for your ears is to listen to. But if it is your first time, uh, you can pause this one and go back. I mean, we about halfway through season eight, so there's a few more episodes uh, before this one, you know, from the season sevens and six and fives and fours and whatnot. Uh you can go back and catch up if you want to. We'll be here waiting on you. But it's your it's your call. You know, however you want to do it. But welcome to all y'all either way. Thank y'all for the text. Thank y'all for the emails and just giving feedback on the podcast. People are on the Spotify leaving comments. And uh, people are on the Apple iTunes leaving comments. Uh, please do that this week. Even if you left a comment before, holler about this, you know, the episode you just listened to. You know, you ain't heard that one before kind of thing. And you could share this with somebody or, you know, uh, subscribe to the podcast. You can do that on them things so that it always show up, you know, when a new one comes out, which is usually on the Tuesday mornings. So here we are. A lot going on in town. You know, we're getting ready for the Thanksgiving. And I'll just do some what they call housekeeping uh, at the beginning of the show here today. Uh, there's show notes, and I would just put some information down there for you. You know, if you want to gander at it later, reckon you can. Uh, I'll put a link to all the merch, you know. Uh, we got the new Crow Funyun shirt, came out here recently, the new Bank Bank Beanies. Then we got Rachel Christine shirt. We got Early Bird Gets the Perm shirts. We got the pig shirts, got all the beautiful parts of the pig. And, uh, you know, we're running this thing, too, lately. Um, I guess I never told anybody about it, so the only way you'd know is if you'd already gone and bought something off the site. But uh, a, little, a little thing pop up if you're buying, like, a shirt or whatever, and it says, do you want to add a mystery shirt, which is another one of my shirts. It ain't like one you ain't never seen before, but you just don't know which one, uh, for $10 off, you know, so it's cheaper. You can get two two shirts for cheaper uh, kind of thing. So anyhow, that's in there. But if I'll just put the link to the merchandise in the show notes today. And that way you can, uh, if you're thinking about the gift giving season or the Christmases or whatever, you can do that. So check that out. I'll also have the link for Tavin's maple syrup from trees. If you're eating breakfast this fall, you might want a little syrup with the brekkie. You know, is the way I see it. So that's going to be there. And then we got, uh, what else? Personal video greetings. You know, if you need me to holler at somebody for the Happy Thanksgivings or the Merry Christmas, let, let's do that. Uh, there's going to be, uh, you know what, I also put the link for the bacon bag. So you can just take a, at your own leisure, you know, you can take a gander and a stroll down through the show notes and see if there's any of that you want to check out. We're doing a deal uh, coming up, uh, heading into, or actually on Black Fridays, I'll be promoting it heading into Black Fridays. 
where it's going to be four dollars off them bacon bags the tabins bacon bags so if you you want a little discount you want to buy some for yourself or somebody else that you want to surprise that might be something i mean dim's ideas hey we friends i'm just here to help if there's some of that that you want to do then you got the choice and then always going to be there's my my phone number five zero one three two two six two four nine in the show notes and then of course the email tabandillard at gmail.com so we kicking things off today and speaking of kicking uh myron curtis mort dwidell people got down there uh to the boxing gym thunder punch because coach hicks was doing something he was hosting something he's putting something together coach hicks runs thunder punch you know he ain't always run thunder punch but he's done a lot of stuff in his life he was a high school pe teacher uh, his name D.W. Hicks, but we just always called him Coach Hicks. You know, he Coach Hicks. Wear a whistle around his neck just about any time you see him. He'll blow the whistle on you. Bickham's all-you-can-eat catfish buffet. You know, like if he feel like he need to get somebody's attention, he always got that whistle. He, When I was in high school, he, he ran the Long John Silvers in the county next over. You know, they got that thing where you can uh, ring the bell if you get good service. Yeah, that's a beautiful thing. I got to ring the bell this week, but it wasn't at the Long John Silvers. Is down at his his gym, a, a thunder punch. When I was down there, I get to that in a little bit. But he he did that. He had a double cab truck. A double cab had air conditioning. So you know, a fella, if he's a high school PE teacher, he's running a Long John Silver's. Uh, he doing okay. Well, now he had lifeguard at the city pool. Uh, you probably know about that. I mean, he's the one who leads the the water aerobics classes for Mimo and Mabel Childress and the other old gals. Well, he ain't doing it right now. The weather got too cold. I don't know. Maybe your city has an indoor poo but we ain't got no indoor poo so the way that go is that you know when it's cold outside ain't them no, no ain't nobody getting in the city poo so i just have to think about doing cannonballs at this this point in the year that's okay i mean getting the mental game strong too you know winning a battle between your ears as they say say boy what's that form look like okay hold on to that ankle just pull them knees up under your chin like you like you getting your picture taken at the J.C. Penney for the Christmas time, except you usually you're putting your fists under your chin for them pictures, but for cannonballs you're putting your knees under them chins, and then you just holding that form and hitting that water like that away. So, uh, Coach Hicks, anyhow, he running a thunder punch, and he's like, "Hey, we gonna have a tournament." Now you probably think, "What kind of tournament?" Well, I mean, it, it basically self-explanatory. Stepped on things about how is reason how come is I'm gonna explain it because uh, I'm gonna tell you anyhow. Uh, Coach Hicks is doing a karate and a boxing tournament. And it's not like if you boxing, you're going to box a karate guy or vice versa, like box against a boxer and then a karate folk against a karate folk or whatever. I don't know the rules uh, of the of the tournament, you know, and I'll get I'll get to my involvement in it here in a minute. But I'm just telling you, I can't if you say, well, tell me all the ins and outs and how do you win and how do you get a point? And I, I don't know nothing of that. I don't know. No, not something I worry about. You know, Coach Hicks, he wear boots all the time, too. Of course, he's fit, uh, you know, doing all that swimming and thunder punching. And uh, he likes to wear uh, cowboy boots just about everywhere he go. Shorts, pants, don't matter. Mort Dwidell, <clears throat> 100% entered this tournament. Now, Mort don't necessarily like looking at him from the outside. You, you, uh, He don't look fit. But I think he got like a strong heart and a powerful kick. He got a kick like a mule. That's just how he always worked. Morton Waddell, you know, he got stubby legs and like a long torso power hitter. I mean, he knocks dangers during softball season. 
but uh, and, and a strong heart. But anyway, he in the he in the tournament, and then there's Myron Curtis. He entered the boxing part. So Mort Dwydell, he went karate on us for this tournament. Myron Curtis, you know, he dating Mary Beth Tucker, and she she had a lot of things, a lot to do with that concession stand out the softball fields for better or for worst. And I would say, I mean, more times than not, it was for the worst, whether it be a fire or just a bad idea or, you know, all kind of things that can go on. She had a way of, like, making that, putting together a recipe where it was bound to go wrong, if that makes sense. So Myron's going to do the boxing part, but he don't have to move his legs up so high. You know, that's part of the thing. I don't think he want to try to kick. Like I'm telling you, Mort, he don't look like he could kick, but he can get that little thunder leg up in the air pretty quick. Like, phew, phew. But uh, Myron just wanted to, he just do that normal shuffle, you know, in the boxing boxing ring where you kind of shuffle your little feet and you kind of try to move out of the way, duck and weave. Gilbert Phillips entered. Now that's Chlorine Phillips, boy. He beat up an adult bull moose. You may have heard about uh, Gilbert before. He was a backup catcher at a junior college, you know, a few years back. And big old boy. And, you know, you beat up an adult bull moose, that's going to stay with you. That's just part of your reputation at that point. Because uh, that ain't an easy thing to do, make him stand down. Like, I don't know that it was like a full-on five-minute, you know, blow-for-blow, punch-for-punch thing. And I don't know if a bull moose will hoove you, if he'll get on his back haunches and, and, and stand up like he boxing with you, like he's going to he gonna hoove you, you got left, a left hoof to the jaw or whatever. But anyhow, all, all we know is that uh, when there was a scuffle or altercation and uh, that bull moose turned and, and hauled tail, and so Gilbert uh, Phillips uh, beat up Adol Bumas. But he's kind of hit hard times, though, you know. I mean, it, where do you go from there? So he, he's back in town. He's not knowing what he wants to do with his life so much. I mean, he's playing adult softball. We played him during the season. He's working at Sutter Me Up, which is the laundromat in town that uh, Ricky Don Pearson bought and renamed this year. Uh, you kind of wonder where you can go after beating up a Bumas, so. You know, like, is that as good as it gets for you, Gilbert, kind of thing? That might be what he's thinking, but, I mean, I think there's plenty he can do, and he can't, he, he don't have to hang his hat just on the bull moose, but apparently he hung a pretty good left on it. I go down to the tournament down there to Coach Hicks Boxing Gym because I told Coach Hicks I'd ring the bell, you know, to start and end the matches in the round. So, yeah, I'm the bell ringer, basically. He used to run out Long John Silver, like I said, and you'd ring the bell there, but this is a different bell to ring. This ain't for good service. This is like, oh, round's over, time's up. You ran out of time, or some folks are glad, you know, I'm ringing the bell if they're getting whooped. Meanwhile, ask if I did that, you know, if, if I did that for Coach Hicks, like if I go down there to the tournament at, at Thunder Punch and I ring the bell for him, uh, can can she get a discount at Water Aerobics? And I told her he was paying me with a free month membership to Thunder Punch. Like, that's the trade. I ain't doing Meemaw trades. And I don't know. You know I don't know how excited I am about Meemaw taking water aerobics class. She get to, she giggle around him. And, like, I think her and Mabel both like Coach Hicks. So they, that's probably part of their fights. They fight anyway. But that make it worse. But I was like, Meemaw, here's the deal. I'm about to get a free month of membership. Now, I don't know what I'm going to do if I'm just going to go to the mats and do sit-ups or whatever or some push-ups or if I get on. He got a food machines down there where you can lift them weights or just learn to box, you know, learn to karate, a little roundhouse kick. I don't know, but hey, I got a month to figure it out because it's a free membership all for me ringing the bell in this inaugural uh karate boxing tournament down at thunder punch 
that Coach Hicks was hosting. So Myron, he boxed Cody Mantell. Now, what you may know about Cody Mantell has he he got a temper. I mean, it's got him in big trouble. Like he'd been locked up before when his his little girl was tiny, tiny. I don't think she remembered that, but he he's a mean feller. You know, him and his wife's Lindy Ray Mantell. She worked down at Early Bird Gets the Perm. She was off hair duty for a while, and then she'd pull these things where she gave this lady bulldog bangs and tried to frost her hair. She looked like a spotted leopard on her head with a really bad, you know, some, some hairdos frame the face in such a way that's where folks start looking like. All I'm saying is that if you got to use like a cheetah or leopard or Dalmatian or bulldog to explain somebody's hairdo, you know it ain't moving the right direction. That's what it, so Linda Ray had some time to get retrained. And I mean, hats off to old uh, uh, Gracie Dilroy and her sister Delander that run Early Bird Gets the Perm to, you know, not just fire Linda Ray, but just put her on sweeping hair duty and, and phones, you know. And she did maddle cures and paddle cures, never missed a beat with them. Meemaw liked sometimes getting her, you know, her nails did down there. But anyhow, that's, that's Cody's wife. And they got a little gal named uh, Daphne. And then they just had a baby, like in September. It's Trigger, Trigger Mantel. So you know they got their growing family, and I think you know Cody has been a, a lot softer, as they say. He ain't been so hard around the edges, you know, in the last year. Or so especially the last few months, I don't know if it was Trigger showing up or what. But anyhow, you put him in a ring, though, in official tournament. Hey, he gonna get hungry, and that's what he there for. So anyways, Myron Curtis is boxing Cody Mantel, and I, I don't think anybody thought. This is going to be much of a match, but Myron got some girth to him, and he can take a punch, so I figured it'd last a little bit, but to think uh, it would go the way it did was a surprise to everybody. Uh, more than that, now, I mean, the thing about Myron, too, is he'd get tired. You know, he ain't got the endurance, he ain't got the strength to just keep going, but he can throw a punch, but he ain't good when he's tired, and I guess, you know, will you put that on any of it, like who is? Who's so good when they're tired? Not... Not many of us. Uh, Myron did try to do a somersault during the boxing match. I don't know if that's allowed. I don't know if he breaking rules or he just ain't making sense. I don't know how that helped him because uh, all, all Cody had to do was take two steps over to him and he's right there with him again. Like if you're going to get away from somebody in a boxing ring, I wouldn't drop, you know, stop, drop, and roll. I'd probably just run kind of thing if you just really need to get away. I mean, that's true in life. I mean, if you got something chasing, you ain't going to drop and start somersaulting away from it. Oh, there's a coyote. Whoop, let's get out of here. Excuse me while I marry Lou Retton down the street here. I mean, that ain't how it go. So Cody just watched, and and then once Myron stood up, so here we are in the ring. Let me just paint the picture for you. The, the match has started. I done rang the bell, or I'm already one bell ring into this tournament kind of thing. And Cody's there, and he's just keeping an eye on Myron, doing his little somersault. It's one of those things like... Uh, you know, just let him do his dance, and then when he's ready to engage again, you know, Cody's standing there ready to do his thing. So uh, Myron stand up from his somersault, and Cody just laid one on his jaw. A right hook just, boom, right there just landed it. And Myron was dazed, but he tried to swing anyway, and he swung back, and I guess Myron got longer arms than you think because he's, he's been like he kind of falling backwards from getting hit in the jaw, but he just swing out this left hand he ain't left-handed but i mean you know you swing something hard enough it don't matter what it is and he made contact he landed that that wild left on cody's jaw and cody was not expecting that and i'll just say right now it wasn't like a big crowd but there's people that's going to box next other folks in the tournament some family so you know we had 25 30 people cheering at this little 
tournament inside Coaching's Boxing Gym Thunder Punch. So they, at this point, they both stumbling backwards. Uh, Myron took a hit to the jaw. Cody took a hit to the jaw. Uh, Cody for sure wasn't expecting it. Myron probably wasn't expecting it. I mean, you, you never want to get hit, but, you know, anyway, they both dazed and moving backwards. Myron managed to catch himself on the ropes. So imagine that, you know, Myron back on them ropes. And the whole thing seemed like a fluke. But Myron ended up staying up, and Cody Mantell, and from that one hit, ended up going down. And he knocked, he knocked Cody Man, Mantell down, and Myron ended up winning that thing. So, I mean, that is not a story anybody would expect to be circulating. And if it did, they say, oh, you lying, you trying to tell a joke, this ain't true. There ain't no way Myron Curtis would take down Cody Mantell in a boxing match. But, hey, any given tournament. Hey, any given day, it could be your day. You know, you got to show up, though. I mean, there's a lesson. Myron's teaching us all a lesson. Hey, show up. Get in the ring. You don't know what's going to happen. Stand up from your somersault. You better have your head on a swivel, though, because he got, he got clocked in the jaw, but he ended up uh, taking that match. Now, Myron didn't advance much further, because you know how tournaments are. You win, then you go on to the next uh, round, and you win, you know what kind of thing. You keep going until you the champ or whatever. Well, Rusty Tidwell entered this uh, tournament. If you know anything about Rusty, you know, he on our softball team too. Uh, he the best athlete I ever met in my life. And, and, and I met, you know, Gilbert Phillips, who was a, a backup catcher. And I seen some guy in the NBA, you know, one time walking through the outlet malls and, uh, Cody, I mean, Rusty's still a better athlete than any of them. So he entered, and he went on to win the whole thing. Rusty Tidwell, I mean, Myron uh, didn't last long in the ring with Rusty. Rusty steady focused. There ain't a time where Rusty, like, you can catch him, you know, not paying attention when it comes to sports. When he's stepping in that ring or stepping between the lines of the softball field, he's steady focused, locked in. I mean, it's like uh, it's the World Series every day for Rusty. And so I'll I tell you right now, that's the fellow you want on your team. Glad he is on our team. He's third base for Team Burger Shed. And he a champ because you know we won the championship this past fall. I mean, yeah, I guess it's early fall when when the season finally ended. It started in the spring, but we ended up taking it. Don't matter know how Rusty Tidwell uh, is champ again at the boxing part of this tournament. I rang the bell. Match over. Morton Whitell's little karate britches, you know, getting ready for the karate part of the tournament, they didn't make it past the pre-stretch workout. So you know you got a problem. He had Glenda Donna, his wife, drive him some new fight britches down to Thunder Punch. I don't think she brought them from, like, you know, Uptown Gal, where she worked. She worked at that women's clothing store in town. I don't think I don't think uh, Mort would be caught in a pair of women's karate britches but i guess if you rip yours you ain't picky but i'm saying she didn't do that she just he probably had a few pairs at home because she brought them from home and uh then then it was on you know mort was ready to go he uh he tried to do a some i don't know if he I, I, you call it a somersault but it's one of those things where you like roll on your shoulder sideways it's almost like you're about to try to break dance 
and then he did like a spinning roundhouse where you get that little chubby stubby leg up in the air and then you, you but then you circling while your legs in the air it ain't easy to do because you basically powering yourself on your toes on one of your feet and then you spinning around and you're trying to keep that other leg out so that it make contact with the person you fighting like you take them in the neck like Mort ain't tall so I'm thinking best he might hit the rib cage but uh he extended that leg higher, and I mean, his ham straps were pretty limber, you know, so he tried to do a little roundhouse, but he fought Rance Farnhart. Now, you know Rance. He was on our uh, softball team, too. We all buddies, you know. He run fishing clips, the bait and tackle shop on outside of town by the lake. That's steady right on the lake, just 100 yards from bait and uh, uh, fishing clips is Donnie Wayne Chambliss's repair shed, where he repaired just about anything with a motor. So Mort has his technique. And if he's and if he's just doing like a solo showcase, you think it's looking pretty good. You know, I do this little roll, I get up, I do the roundhouse. It's good for like a presentation. But I mean, you get it uh, on the on the mat in a karate tournament. Well, that's the thing. If he gets in a ring with someone who who knows how to read the ring, you know, you can read the ring. You can kind of steady. Uh, scan the horizon of the ring and say okay this is who i'm fighting this is what i'm up against this is what he thinks he's going to do so i gotta figure out how to counteract that you know somebody's mind's working like that way i don't know if reading the rings a term but anyway but he in trouble if he run into somebody like that so here we go it's time to start i rang the bell and mort had some trouble shane grubbs jt whitlow were both in the karate part of the tournament too uh, jt's girlfriend she brought an air horn, no surprise there, and Coach Hicks blowed the whistle on her and told her, hey, you got to leave this tournament or throw that air horn away, or both. Just throw it away and get out of here. Like, Coach Hicks don't, he ain't mincing words, as they say. I think that's a word. I think that's a phrase. I don't know. But anyhow, don't matter. He, he said, you got to stop it with the air horn. We've had to take it from her at the softball games. Uh, she, she have a way. Whitney have a way. That's Cody Mantell's cousin, by the way. She's dating J.T. Whitlock. She have a way of making it all about her. It ain't your day, Whitney. It's a karate tournament. It's a boxing tournament. You ain't even entered. I know your boyfriend is. I get what's going on here. But nobody make it don't make us cheer for J.T. more. It just makes us look at you and think, what in the world are you doing with an air horn in a closed space? But, I mean, she said he just hit that horn just like, you know real loud and boy i'm like what in the world's going on and coach hicks was not having it and so she had to get rid of that thing and she's like well i'll just get it out of the trash can later coach hicks like no you ain't and he had somebody standing guard over by that trash can to teach her a lesson anyways shane grubbs he had the technique and the speed no surprise there he and his wife cheryl you know they own donut goals and them donuts is great for haunch strength that's that's quick decision making you need when somebody's trying to karate chop you. Like, boy, I can't. I gotta go left. Oh, that frittler's telling me to go right. Like, you got the donut strength and you got the help and the agility. Not just in you know the biceps and the triceps and the forceps and the intercepts, but also in your joints, in your langamans, in all that stuff. So I rang the bell. Shane won the karate part of the tournament. I'll tell you right now. So I probably, I guess I kind of skipped over this, but Rance took out Myron Curtis. I just tell you like it is. Like, like Rance got that technique. I'm, I mean, Mort Dwydell. Myron Curtis, we already know. He, he won the thing. But Mort uh, was the one that was fighting Rance, and that, uh, he got karate out of there. And then Shane Grubbs, though, uh, who would have guessed? You know, he took out JT, and then he went on 
to beat Rance. So, I mean, it, it was a lot. It was a big day. You know, you learn a lot about people. I ain't seen these fellas do karate chopping boxing like that before. But um, that's how it ended up. So good on you, Shane, and good on you, Rusty Tidwell. And then I rang the bell. JT was mad, you know, because he wanted to win, obviously. And him and Whitney was in a fight. And he didn't like that air horn neither. So, it's, you know, it just it just kind of stacked up for JT. You know, his girlfriend's in trouble. And she's been, what she's in trouble for, he's mad that she even brought it too. Like, he's on their side, like Coach Hicks' side. Like, yeah, don't bring a, don't bring that here. And then he lost. So then that didn't make it worse. He didn't win. He ain't going, you know. Winning can make, it can really cure a lot of things. Winning can cure a lot of things where you're like, well, it was a bad day, but hey, uh, I won. So that's how that go. The, the trophies they gave out, you probably wonder about, they were certificates that said they took first. It said it on there. It let everybody know, hey, you the one who took first in the boxing part of the tournament or you the one who took first in the karate part of the tournament. And uh, they also got gift certificates to Donut Goals. I can't imagine Shane was too thrilled about that. You know, they donated stuff for the tournament, but uh, I don't even know if he knew Cheryl donated them. But anyways, he ended up with a certificate to his own uh, donut store. But Shane was the karate winner, and Rusty Tidwell was the boxing winner, and Coach Hicks, I mean, let's be honest, y'all guys, he was the real winner because that brought a lot of attention to Thunder Punch. I mean, folks like, boy, they got karate and boxing champs down there. I could probably get down there and strengthen my haunches and, you know, be, be a pretty good athlete and fit into my fit into my sweat britches better or whatever, you know. I don't know. I ain't in the mind of every citizen in town or what they think about the, the thing. But I do know as a businessman that he did, he did a real good job uh, promoting his business and bringing folks from the community in. And uh, we got a lot of that this week, uh, really this month ahead with Thanksgiving and people coming together and town events, a lot to do, family, all that kind of stuff, you know, to look at uh, in the rest of the month ahead. Uh, Rance was the other winner, though, Rance Farnhart. Everybody went out to eat at Fishing Clips afterwards. Uh, the weather was nice. And Rance, he's actually making corn nuggets out there now, too. You can't tell me that ain't winning. You cannot tell me. That ain't winning. I went by uh, the nursing home after that just to say how to cricket. She was working. She wasn't out there. Doreen Fundle still wearing that pickle costume from Halloween's. She she having so much fun, and I don't know where she got that that science at, but she think that uh, Captain Thunderboots uh, hates Halloween or don't want to participate, which is fine. Like nobody want to now. Two weeks after the event, but she she said uh, he, uh, goldfish can't see pickles. She's like, yeah, he don't he don't see pickles, so I can walk right by him. I'm basically invisible to him. And I'm thinking, well, why? You know, it, I don't even want to get into it, y'all. But, like, I do think about it. I'll be honest. It does take a little bit of my day thinking about why do you think uh, it matters if you're invisible to your goldfish in your nursing home room? But anyhow, she. the bottom line is she's still dressed like a pickle. Now, I don't know. I imagine that'll change as it gets close, close to Christmas because she liked to be Santa Claus every Christmas, and it might even start in November, and she make you call her Santa Claus. Uh, some people do, some people don't, and and then she, she forget about it because she get hungry, and she just go have supper, and then she go on with her day. But a lot to look forward to. If you can get out to fishing clips, hey, try them corn nuggets, I'd say. But thanks for joining me today, y'all guys. 
on the Tavin Dillard podcast. Um, it's been a hoot of a month already, and we ain't even halfway through. We're about halfway through, and we're about halfway through season eight of the, the podcast season. So that's that. how that goes. As you wrap up today and, and get into your day, wherever you are in your day, maybe you just started it, maybe you in the evening times, maybe you on the front porch, maybe it's too cold to be on the front porch, maybe you inside, maybe you got a sitting room like I'm a Gina Raymond Watkins do, and you sitting in the sitting room, but you listen to podcasts in there, and then in the living room you live. I don't know, but wherever you at, and wherever you listen, I appreciate you joining me today. I thank y'all for being part of... Uh, my my whole experience here you know like helping me share with you my neck of the woods and i appreciate y'all reaching out uh you know through my phone number that you'll see in the show notes and the email let me know what's going on with y'all and how y'all are doing so that's how that goes and like i said if you could comment and share subscribe to this podcast that's good check the show notes for all that's going on that'd be great too and hey if your karate britches ain't ripped before the match even started you having a pretty good week. Me, I'm Tavin Dillard. This is the Tavin Dillard Podcast. Till next time, y'all guys. We'll see you later.